What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 1109 in Oklahoma City, along with Tyler Adams, teabag producing in studio. You can follow Tyler on X at Tyler's Takes. My name is Matt Meyer. Welcome into the bottom line on 98.1 FM, WWLS, the Sports Animal, thesportsanimal.com, and the Sports Animal app. What's trending today on the Sports Animal? Number one, college basketball and what will undoubtedly be a very emotional night in Norman. We'll talk much more about that coming up here very shortly. Uh, also, Oklahoma State in action. They're in Texas, uh, or in uh, Austin tonight to take on Texas. Actually, that game is this afternoon, 1 o'clock on ESPN2, and we mentioned the Sooners hosting the number one Houston Cougars. That game at 7 o'clock on ESPN2. So both the Cowboys and Sooners on the deuce today. Item number two, what's trending on the sports animal? Thunder off today, back in action tomorrow. So they've got some time to figure out what in the world happened in San Antonio Thursday night. That was puzzling, to say the least. The worst three-point shooting team in the NBA makes almost half their threes, and Oklahoma City falls to San Antonio. Um, probably could say second worst loss of the year, maybe, besides the uh, Pistons loss. Certainly one of them, and Oklahoma City will look to rebound in a game tomorrow night in Phoenix. That's an 8.30 tip-off tomorrow, 7 o'clock pregame here on the Sports Animal with the Thunder forecast built by the Metal Store, 8.30 tip here on the Sports Animal. You can also watch it on Bally, and you can watch it on ESPN, national TV tomorrow for the Thunder. Number three, the NFL Combine going on in Indianapolis. We will keep you updated as results come in. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, throughout the show as well, what is going on with uh, basically the, one, of the, uh, one of sports' biggest job interviews uh, going on this weekend, as it always does in Indianapolis. The question of the day today, Here's what I want to hear from you at 405-900-WWLS, 405-900-9957, both on the Lucky Star line and the Johnny's Charcoal Broiler Text Nation line. I want to hear from you today. Who do you consider to be some of the more underappreciated athletes or coaches in sports? And the reason I bring that up today is because I think one of the more underappreciated figures in Oklahoma sports history, will make his return tonight to the Lloyd Noble Center. Kelvin Sampson not only returns to Oklahoma, to Norman, Oklahoma, to Lloyd Noble Center, where he coached the Sooners for 12 years and led Oklahoma to uh, 11 NCAA tournaments in 12 years in the Final Four and Elite Eight, a Sweet 16, won a Big 12 championship, won three Big 12 tournaments. Not only does Kelvin return, but he brings the number one team in the country, the Houston Cougars, at 25-3 and in Norman to take on the Sooners tonight at 19-9. and I always felt like Kelvin Sampson was very underappreciated around here, and with a few exceptions here and there, a season or two under Jeff Capel and uh, a couple of good years under Lon Kruger, uh, I would hope that Oklahoma fans appreciate what they had in Kelvin Sampson. I know some did back in the day uh, when Kelvin coached here between uh, 1994 and 2006. I know a lot of fans did, but I also feel like some fans uh, didn't appreciate what they had in Kelvin Sampson. And look what that program has been for the most part since then, with rare exception of when Blake Griffin was here or Buddy Heald was here or even Trey Young was here. Although even when Trey Young was here for the one year, the Sooners didn't even win an NCAA tournament game. So, 
I feel like Kelvin Sampson has never gotten the credit that he deserves. Not that uh, he's a perfect coach. We all have our faults, and uh, there were a couple of things you could point out at Kelvin if you wanted to criticize him, but all in all, a whale of a basketball coach, and I think underappreciated when he was here in Norman. So I want to hear from you, not only uh, talking about Kelvin, but I want to hear from you, who do you feel like are some of the more underappreciated athletes and coaches you've ever seen in sports? 405-900-WWLS, 405-900-9957. That's the Lucky Star line to call, the Johnny's Charcoal Boiler text nation line to text in or you can hit us up on the sports animal twitter feed powered by mr electric at sports animal we are at the backwoods hunting and fishing expo today on the state fairgrounds josh lupton and i are we are in the pavilion building this event has outgrown one building it is now there's a young chiefs fan good to see you how you doing pal uh boy he's he got something to root for that hey how old are you are, are you you're eight years old Eight years old? This young man right in front of me is eight years old. He's already seen his team win three Super Bowl championships. Wow. Uh, kind of feels like me back in the day. I, I saw my favorite team, the Cowboys, uh, win, let's see, three Super Bowls by the time I was, what, 13? Something like that, 12, 13. So, anyway, good for that young man. But we are at the uh, Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Expo today, the Pavilion uh, Building. Now, this event has outgrown just this building. It's such a fantastic event. We're here every year, and it has now taken over two different buildings. We are in the Pavilion where the event has been. You can also find plenty of exhibits over in the Centennial Building, which is right next door here on the State Fairgrounds. This event is going to be going on today until 7 and tomorrow from 10 until 5. For all the information on who all is out here and what you can see, you can go to backwoodshow.com. That's backwoodsshow.com. Dot com adults and children over 10 uh, it's 12 bucks for one day or 20 bucks for today and tomorrow for our senior friends and our military folk it is 10 bucks to get in today and 15 dollars if you want a two-day pass and kids 10 and under get in absolutely free just like that young man i was talking to a second ago he got in free and all kids under t- or 10 and under get in for free today so much going on so many incredible um, exhibits here over 70,000 square feet of things to see and this is the 38th annual backwoods hunting and fishing show perfect for the whole family they've got a kid zone play area uh, all kinds of exhibitors hunting and fishing products you can visit with wildlife guides and outfitters you can view the oklahoma whitetail wall of fame enjoy engaging seminars with uh, great great experts guys like jeff danker of buck adventure of uh, buck ventures outdoor tv also chuck justice is here you can watch the uh, oha turkey calling contest and uh, get great advice from those folks at their work shop it's a sportsman's paradise really is i mean and again this is at least the third time i've been here third or fourth time uh, i've been here it's a great event always looking always look forward to coming out here and again we're in two buildings this year not only the pavilion where we have been but also next door at the centennial building here on the oklahoma state fairgrounds while you're here you can register to win an african safari for two with dugaboy safari the excursion is valued at over ten thousand dollars so when you get out of here sign up for that register to win uh, an African safari with the the uh, folks at Dugaboy Safari. Buck Ventures Outdoor is also raffling a fall hunting trip in Kansas. The winner will be featured in an upcoming episode of the syndicated television show. You can bring your buck out here to get it scored by the Oklahoma Game Wardens. Uh, they, it, we mentioned the turkey calling contest, a kid zone. They've even got a mechanical bull out here if you want to take your crack at that. So we are at the Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Show. Uh, we are in the 
Pavilion building, but it's also taking place next door at the Centennial building on the Oklahoma State Fairgrounds. And again, we're going to be here until 1 o'clock, and they will be going here today until, uh, let's see, what, until 9 tonight, I believe it was. Um, So come out and see us uh, at 7 o'clock, I beg your pardon. They're going to be here until 7 o'clock today and tomorrow from 10 to 5. 405-900-WWS, 405-900-9957 is the number to call. Going to be an emotional scene tonight, Norman, without, without question. I mean, look, Kelvin Sampson did such great work here, uh, was the Sooners coach for 12 years, 11 of those, they went to the NCAA tournament, took the Sooners to the Final Four in 2002, and and the Elite Eight in 2003, and by the way, some of those players will be in town because they work for Kelvin at Houston. Uh, Qantas White, I believe, has the title of Associate Head Coach. Hollis Price is on his staff. Uh, His daughter, Lauren, I believe, is the Director of Basketball Ops. Of course, Kellen Sampson, uh, Kelvin's uh, son, uh, who played at Oklahoma, is on staff down there as well. So I'm sure it'll be a very emotional night tonight down in, in at Lloyd Noble Center. I, I, you know, in college, you don't see a whole lot of this in college. You see more of it in the pros when a former player comes back to where they used to play. Um, I don't know what Oklahoma's going to do tonight to honor him. I sure hope they do something. Um, I know that can be a little awkward because, um, you know, I mean, look, this basketball team more than likely is going to be in the NCAA tournament. Things haven't gone as well in recent years. Certainly uh, they were going for the majority of Kelvin's time down in Norman. So I understand it can be a little awkward if you, you know, make too big a deal out of a former coach coming home. That said, I would love if Oklahoma would do something tonight to honor Coach Sampson, whether that's, um, you know, whatever that may be. Even if it's after they introduce the starting lineups for Houston and they say who the head coach is, even if they give, um, you know, a little bit of extra time between that and the beginning of OU's lineups to for the fans to, to give Kelvin a standing ovation. I would, I personally would love to see a tribute video of some sort. Again, I, at the college level, I don't know how much that really goes on. I'm just saying as somebody who watched all those, you know, Kelvin teams for years and appreciates what his teams did and what he was able to do, I would hope that Oklahoma would do something to honor him. We'll see. Um, it's their program. They can do what they want. Uh, but I, I, for one, certainly hope, hope, hope we see that. As far as the game tonight, uh, good luck, Sooners. Houston is a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this thing, and not entirely – uh, to be unexpected, Houston is a dominant defensive team. I mean, they guard the heck out of you. Oklahoma just saw one of those uh, in the game at Iowa State the other night. Of course, that did not go very well. Uh, the Sooners had nobody in double figures and lost to the eighth-ranked Cyclones 58-45 to the other night. And uh, Oklahoma will uh, get another whale of a defensive team tonight in Houston. They're 25-3 and um, and have been playing great basketball as of late. As a matter of fact, when you look at Houston's schedule, um, they won, I, I believe it's, what, seven in a row and 11 of 12 or something along those lines. Uh, the last game that Houston lost was in Allen Fieldhouse against the Kansas Jayhawks way back on February the 3rd. So Houston only had one loss in the month of February. Um, Houston got off. It's interesting. They got off to a rough start in conference. Uh, they lost uh, two of their first three conference games. They beat West Virginia at home, blew them out, and then lost a tough one at Iowa State and then lost a one-point game at TCU. So think about that. Houston's 25-3. and Their three losses on the road. Now, Iowa State wasn't ranked when Houston played them, but right now Iowa State is rated as the eighth-best team in the country. They also had a loss at Kansas and a loss at TCU. That's the only losses for Houston this year. So th- this is going to be a very, very difficult game for the Sooners without question. Um, the story of the day is, is Kelvin Sampson returning. I would highly encourage you to go to selloutcrowd.com and listen to uh, Barry Trammell's interview with Kelvin Sampson. That was great stuff. You can hear Barry each and every weekday at 440. 
sporting on the sports animal uh, with Jim and with Al. Um, I'm looking forward to tonight. It's going to be an emotional scene in there, and I just hope that people uh, will show Kelvin Sampson the love that he deserves. Um, again, I'm not here to say that Kelvin was a perfect coach. There's a couple of things if you wanted to nitpick. Uh, his teams offensively at times uh, would struggle. Uh, that's fair to say, particularly in second halves and oftentimes protecting a lead. Uh, heck, we saw that a week ago uh, in that game against Baylor where Houston had a 16-point halftime lead, and uh, Baylor was able to chip away, chip away, get the game into overtime. Houston ended up winning. Um, there were times where Kelvin's teams weren't uh, necessarily the most proficient on the offensive end, um, and also it's fair to bring up that out of those 11 tournaments that uh, Kelvin took OU to in his 12 years here, um, more often than not, Oklahoma lost when they were the better-seeded team. And, you know, that's very fair to bring up. Remember, um, you know, the first year that Kelvin Sampson was here as a four-seed, they lost to the 13-seed Manhattan. Uh, the Oklahoma had some losses as a three or as a four-seed against lower-seeded teams. So, anyway, um, I, I understand that if you wanted to, you could poke a couple of holes in Kelvin Sampson's um, uh, time here at Oklahoma. But overall, what kind of success? I mean, 11 tournaments out of 12 years, a Final Four and a Elite Eight, a Big 12 championship, three Big 12 tournament titles, and uh, just a, a, a tremendous time that he had in Norman. He said this on uh, the interview or on his uh, uh, interview I saw the other day that, you know, his kids still consider Norman their hometown. Uh, That's where they grew up, where they're from. So it'll be a lot of fun tonight in Norman. Coming up next, um, I saw something this morning Really got my blood boiling when it comes to college football. We will talk about that, and we'll tell you what else is coming up on the show. We are live today from the Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Expo here at the State Fairgrounds. We're in the Pavilion Building. This event is going on in two different buildings, the Pavilion and the Centennial Building, and uh, we will tell you much more about this great event. Coming up next, there is news on an expanded college football playoff, and I don't like what I'm hearing. We'll talk about that coming up next on The Bottom Line, 98.1 FM, WWLS, The Sports Animal, thesportsanimal.com, and the Sports Animal app. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. and Like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Matt Meyer with you at the Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Expo going on at the State Fairgrounds here in Oklahoma City. We're in the Pavilion Building, but this event has gotten so big and so good. They are now in two different buildings, both the Pavilion Building in which we are and the Centennial Building right next door to us here at the State Fairgrounds of Oklahoma. And right now we're joined by Gerard Gerhardt. Hopefully I'm saying that right, <laughs> as close as I can. And uh, uh, Gerard is the owner of Dagaboy Safaris. They are based in South Africa and uh, they take people on safaris. That's what they do. And and uh, we were talking uh, earlier on. This is some kind of giveaway. You know, Gerard, we, we, 
work with a lot of people that do a lot of different giveaways, big prizes. I got to tell you, this is the first time I've ever had the chance to talk about a safari giveaway. But if people come out here to the Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Expo, they can sign up. They can register to win an African safari a four-day safari for over $10,000 in value. And uh, so, George, tell us about this. T- tell us about your company, what you guys do. The name of the company is Dagaboy Safaris. Uh, yes, Matt. Matt, thank you very much for having me. Just want to say, you know, uh, I was on the air yesterday, and I have to compliment you guys. We had many, 10, 15 people's come, people come by and said, hey, we heard your uh, talking on the radio, and we would like to sign up. So thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. Uh, I just want to correct one thing. The four yes. days is actually six days. Six days. I it's wrote that down wrong. I'm sorry. four people, yeah. Two hunters and two observers. Okay, six days for four people. Two hunters and two observers, and they can they can come out here and they can – Register, we're in the Pavilion Building. Booth 145 and 146 is where you guys are located, just across from Terry's Taxidermy. And, again, your company is based in South Africa, and we were talking this time of year is y'all summer in the in the Southern Hemisphere. And so when people sign up for these safaris, basically whoever wins has the opportunity to work it out any time between April and September. They work it out with you when they can go on it, correct? That's correct, sir, yes. Um, June, July is our midwinter since we're on the Southern Hemisphere. So uh, that's the good times, you know, when you go to South Africa, where we live way up uh, north in the country, the okay. northern part of South Africa. It's called Limpopo province. And uh, in the country, so June, July, we don't have, it gets cold, but it's nothing like Oklahoma City. Okay. I can promise you that. So it's but great hunting weather is what we're getting Great at. hunting weather. And the best times uh, is obviously June, July, August, September, which is after the winter. Okay. It's usually a little bit drier. So, yeah, and everybody wants to sign up, just come to the Backwood Show. You have to come into the show and come and register with us. It's no cost to register. Um, just, uh, you know, uh, what we need to know is that uh, everything will be included as soon as you arrive at our lodge. Whatever you're going to need to hunt, vehicles, pages, skinners, trackers, um, the food, accommodation, soft drinks, everything is going to be included in that safari. And each hunter will have a $1,000 credit okay. towards any trophy he wants to hunt. Okay, so, so give me an example of the type of, of animals that, that are in North Africa. I have no idea what is in North or uh, no, the northern part of South Africa, I meant to say. What kind of uh, animals will people be looking to, uh, uh, to take home? Well, Matt, that's a difficult one because we have more than 50 different species. Okay. <laughs> so it's just what you like. Most people will start with the... Uh, with an animal called an impala or a blessbuck, which is a lot like the size of your white-tailed deers you have here. Okay. So for the introduction people that goes for the first time, that's usually what they shoot is the impala. Very, very good. Well, uh, it, it's it's an honor to speak with you, and, and and you've been going around the country and doing a lot of type shows like this, right? And, and you said this is kind of your last stop on this tour before you head home. Is that correct? Matt, that's absolutely correct. And I have to tell you, it's not because I'm talking to you, but Oklahoma is our favorite place to come to and finish our shows. This is our last trip, our last stop. We know so many people in Oklahoma and Oklahoma City. And the people has been supporting our company for many years. We've been at this show for more than 10 years. Okay. And for that reason, we want to give back to the people. That's why we're doing the safari. Okay. He's Gerard Gerhardt, the owner of Dagaboy Safaris. And, again, come out here to the Oklahoma, to the Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Expo going on at the State Fairgrounds. We're in the Centennial Building. And come by and see the Dagaboy Safaris booth, booth 145 and 146, towards the middle of the area here in 
the uh, pavilion building, and they can sign up. It's free to, uh, to register for a six-day safari, two hunters and two observers. It's over a, a $10,000 value, and uh, if you win, then you work it out with Dagaboy Safaris when you can work out your time to come sometime between the months of April and September. Gerard, really appreciate your time. Matt, thank you very much. And if someone comes signs up, please let us know. Hey, I've heard it from this radio station because we would obviously like to thank you guys in person as well if, we, if you're the winner from, from that radio station that you heard it off. Well, thank you very thank much. You. Gerard Gerhardt, the owner of Dagaboy Safaris. And, again, you can come out here and register for a over a $10,000 value for a six-day safari, two hunters and two observers come out here to the Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Expo going on at the state fairgrounds. Well, like I was talking about, I was uh, looking at something this morning relative to the college football playoff that absolutely got my blood boiling. What's ticking Matt off? So what's got Matt all upset? Get the camera off. Get your spots, baby. It's time for What's Ticking Matt Off. Here's Matt Meyer on 98.1 FM, WWLS, the sports animal. So this is something we haven't done in a while, What's Ticking Me Off. And, and I try not to be that fake anger guy. I try not to be that guy who, you know, really doesn't feel strongly about something but comes up with some fake or fabricated opinion that, you know, just for the sake of being angry about something. That's not me. I don't, you know, I, I try to be as honest as I can. If I feel strongly about something, I'll say so. If I, if, if I can see both sides of an issue, I'll say that. But I saw this this morning from Dave Wilson of ESPN. So the college football playoff has had discussions on going to a 14-team competition in 2026. We haven't even gotten to 12 yet on the field, and they're already talking about going to 14, which that I don't have a big problem with. But sources have told ESPN that one 14-team model that has been considered or has been thrown out includes provisions for the SEC and the Big Ten to get three automatic qualifiers each and the only two buys for their conference champions. In other words, the SEC and the Big Ten has proposed that both of their conferences get three automatic bids, so that means at least six of the 14 would go to the SEC and the Big Ten. And with a 14-team model... What sounds like might happen is the top two teams get buys, the other 12 play six games, and then from there you have eight teams that can play it off. And part of this proposal that has been made is the only two buys would go to the conference champions of the SEC and the Big Ten. I thought, okay, so my first thought when I heard this was this has to be leverage. This has to be some sort of leverage play on the folks with the SEC and the Big Ten because there's no way that the, the other conferences are going to agree to do this. I mean, and, and, and Mike Gundy was actually quoted in this story. Um, Mike Gundy said, quote, a playoff format that guarantees a first-round bye to any team, division, or conference before the season starts is unheard of in any sport as far as I'm aware. Mike Gundy goes on. Based on the premise uh, proposed, a team could be undefeated, could be ranked number one in the country and still not receive a first-round bye because teams were awarded one before the season even began. Mike Gundy makes total sense here. Uh, Sonny Dykes, head coach at TCU, he says automatic, this is a quote, automatic first-round buys for the Big Ten and SEC is like the NFL saying the Cowboys get a first-round buy since they have more fans than the Bengals. How preposterous is that? Uh, Coach Dykes, the answer to your question is that is massively preposterous. There is no way in the world this should happen. What if you're, you're in a scenario 
And look, we understand that, you know, the majority of the power and the majority of the top programs are going to be in the SEC and the Big Ten. No one is arguing that. You know, when you look at the premier programs around the country moving forward, the vast majority of them are going to be in those two conferences. I mean, I I think everybody, if you look at it objectively, you would say that. However, what happens if you have a year, say, for example, an Oklahoma State or say, for example, a uh, Florida State or a Clemson? What if that team going into the playoff is the unequivocal number one team in the country? I mean, we've seen that with years with Clemson or with Florida State or whoever, uh, teams that may not be in the SEC or the Big Ten moving forward. What if they are the unequivocal number one team in the country? And there's no doubt about it, they are the best and they're undefeated. What if they're the only undefeated team? But you had a situation where the SEC or the Big Ten was guaranteed the two first-round buys. There is no way in the world this could happen. And the only reason I could even think it's being proposed is some sort of leverage play on the on the behalf of the SEC and the Big Ten. I cannot fathom. There's just no way. I, and, and, look, we know that the SEC and the Big Ten, they're the ones wielding the power because they have the majority of the big programs. Just look at the TV deals where all the money is going, and I understand all that. But there is simply no way that that this could happen. I, I just I cannot fathom uh, that happening. Where before the season you'd say whoever wins the uh, SEC, whoever wins the Big Ten. What, what if in the SEC you have like a oh I don't know like a one loss team against a two loss team in their championship game, and the two loss team you know beats the one loss team, and that two loss team that might be I don't know eight or nine in the country, something like that. Um, what if that team gets a bye? Or say, for example, and, and look, is this likely to happen? No, it's not likely to happen. But what happens if, say, like you have an upset in the Big Ten championship game where a team like Iowa or a team like Wisconsin is like a two-touchdown underdog against Ohio State, and they have a great day, and Ohio State turns it over four times, and you have a three- or a four-loss Big Ten champion that wins the Big Ten, they're going to get a first-round bye into the playoff? I cannot fathom this happening. What an absolute dumbass idea. Uh, man, I, I sure hope that doesn't pass, and I don't think it will. And really, like I said, I think this is more some sort of a leverage play on behalf of the SEC and Big Ten uh, to say, okay, fine, we, we won't uh, demand that, but we are going to demand this, whether it be you know a bigger share of the pie or whatever the case may be. But I, I couldn't believe this when I read it this morning. I, I, I don't know how you even – you know, propose that with a straight face. Uh, and, and I'm just, I'm not big on automatic qualifiers to begin with. Just put the best teams in. I mean, look, in a 12-team playoff, the SEC is going to have at least three teams in anyway. I mean, why do you need to give them automatic bids? I just, I don't know. I can see an automatic bid for a conference champion, even though I really don't even agree with that. Um, but, I mean, more than likely a conference champion is going to be in anyway. To just give the SEC and the Big Ten Three automatic bids each out of a 14-team playoff. Uh, I I cannot stand that idea. What do you think? Four zero five nine hundred WWLS four zero five nine hundred nine nine five seven. Again, we are at the Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Show State Fairgrounds Day. We're always out at this event each and every year. Get out and see us. Uh, over seventy thousand square feet of exhibitors, hunting and fishing products. They've got a kid zone uh, play area. It's a, a family friendly event, perfect for the family. Uh, you can watch the OHA Turkey Calling Contest and get tips at their workshop. Uh, they've got experts like Jeff. Danker of Buck Ventures Outdoor TV and Chuck 
Justice, uh, that are giving great seminars. You can look at the Oklahoma Whitetail Wall of Fame. It's an absolute sportsman's paradise here. And like we were just talking about, register to win an African safari for two with Dugaboy's Safari. It's an excursion valued at over $10,000. The event's going on today until 7 o'clock, tomorrow 10 until 5, and it's incredibly affordable. Kids 10 and under get in free. Adults and children for one day get in for 12 bucks, 20, 20 bucks for a two-day pass. And for our seniors and for our military folk, it's $10 for one day and $15 for two days. Backwoodsshow.com if you need uh, any information on who all is out here. But trust me, if you're an outdoorsman, hunting, fishing, whatever the case may be, you want to get out here at the State Fairgrounds, the Pavilion Building and the Centennial Building today to the Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Expo. Up next, we are going to take a look at the opponent tonight for Oklahoma, what promises to be an emotional night inside Lloyd Noble Center, the Houston Cougars, number one in the country, led by Kelvin Sampson, coming to Lloyd Noble Center tonight, and we will talk with Ryan Monceau, who is the publisher of GoCougs.com, covering the Houston Cougars. We do that next and get the lowdown on the number one team in the country as they come into Norman. That's next on the bottom line, 98.1 FM, WWLS, The Sports Animal, thesportsanimal.com, and the Sports Animal app. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. It's the bottom line, 98.1 FM, WWLS, the Sports Animal, the sportsanimal.com, and the Sports Animal app. Don't forget we're on Alexa. Just say Alexa, play 98.1, the Sports Animal. You can do same thing on Google. We're on the Odyssey app, the TuneIn app, uh, all kinds of ways to check us out on the Sports Animal, the sportsanimal.com, and the Sports Animal app. If you want to call in or text in, you can do so on the Lucky Star line at 405-900-WWLS, 405-900-9957. Call us on the Lucky Star line. Text in on the uh, Johnny's Charcoal Broiler text nation line in the Sports Animal Twitter feed powered by Mr. Electric. We're at the Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Expo going on uh, here at the State Fairgrounds. We're in the Pavilion Building. This event is now in two buildings. It is uh, too good, too big for just one. We're in the Pavilion Building where this event has been for a long time. They are also over in the Centennial Building just next door to us. So get out and see us, and you can register to win a $10,000 value, an African safari. Uh, incredible deal there from uh, Dagaboy Safaris. We've talked about that. Lots of things to come out here and see and do, and we'll tell you much more about that as we go along. Hey, joining us right now, I'm really happy to have Ryan Monceau on. Ryan is the publisher of GoCougs.com. He's covered Houston athletics for more than 25 years, and you can follow GoCougs on Twitter at GoCougs, C-O-O-G-S, the number one. And Ryan's going to help uh, help preview the ball game tonight with the number one Houston Cougars rolling into Norman, Oklahoma, to take on the Sooners. This is a 7 o'clock tip tonight on ESPN2. And, Ryan, I really appreciate your time. It's been going pretty well uh, for the Cougars, I would say. Only one loss in the month of February, and that was at Allen Fieldhouse. Not an easy place to play at all. Houston has won six in a row. They've won 11 of 12. They're coming off a, a win over Cincinnati on Tuesday. Talk to me about this Cougars bunch that's 25-3 and three and looks as good as any team that Kelvin Sampson's had down there. Yeah, I would say it's probably 
his best team. I, obviously, the story hasn't the the finish has not been written, um, but they've lost their first two road games in the Big Twelve, and then have won, as you said, eleven of twelve. They they figured it out, and Jamal Shedd might be probably be the player of the year in the Big Twelve. Could be in the mix for national player of the year. He's had that kind of impact. Uh, point guard, he's from Maynor, which is outside of Austin. Uh, great guy. And so, yeah, this has been uh, a pretty good year so far. Yeah, you mentioned Shed. He's averaging 13 points a game, but also six assists per game and over two steals mm-hmm. per game. Sounds exactly like uh, what Kelvin Sampson wants from his point guard. Uh, the leading scorer for Houston, L.J. Cryer, is averaging 15 a game. He's shooting 38% from outside uh, the three-point line. Uh, also, Emmanuel Sharp is averaging 12 points a game, and uh, they've got a, uh, another player, a, a forward by the name of Juwan Roberts, that's averaging 10 points and seven rebounds. Talk to us a little bit about the main guys that Sooner fans would be wanting to pay attention to tonight. So of the guys you just mentioned, Jawan Roberts is the one to pay attention to, number 13 from the U.S. Virgin Islands. He has actually been playing better on the road over the last month than he has at home. Uh, his scoring numbers are up. His rebound numbers are up. Uh, his free throw shooting is up. And he is not what you would call a typical center. He's playing the four at 6'8". But he's, he's really turned it on in his fourth year. Same with Shed. Uh, Emmanuel Sharp is in his second year playing. He, in his senior year of high school, had a horrific leg injury, had to have a rod put in his leg, didn't get to play his senior year. So he came to Houston and redshirted the second semester of what would have been his senior year. And he's really turned it on. Known as a sharpshooter, but his defense and his rebounding are what have kind of changed the game for him this year. We're joined by Ryan Monceau of GoCougs.com. He's the publisher of that great website. If you're a Houston Cougars fan living in Oklahoma or wherever you're listening, that's where you want to go for all your Houston information is GoCougs.com. And you can follow them on Twitter at GoCougs, the number one. This is the bottom line, 98.1 FM, WWLS, the sports animal. Well, Ryan, I'm sure as you know, and I'm sure the majority of Houston fans know, the, the story tonight, certainly for us up here, is Kelvin Sampson coming back to Norman, where he spent 12 years, went to the NCAA tournament 11 times, went to a Final Four, went to an Elite Eight, a Sweet 16, won a Big 12 title, went uh, won three uh, Big 12 tournament championships. Over the last, uh, what, I guess you'd say five years has really gotten things going at Houston. He's made uh, the NCAA tournament the last five times they've had it. Of course, the COVID year, they did mm-hmm. not have an NCAA tournament, although the Cougars would have been in that. So we could say six consecutive seasons of having an NCAA tournament-type team. The Cougars, before coming to the Big 12, either won or shared the conference title in uh, four of the last five seasons. Ironically, the year that they didn't win the conference, they went to the Final Four, uh, what, three years ago, went to an Elite Eight the year after that. It's been to a couple of Sweet 16s. Kelvin's got it rolling down there. Uh, Talk to me about Samson and uh, what he's been able to do transforming this Houston program. Uh, Once upon a time, uh, of course, the program of hockey Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler and so many great teams back then. Kelvin seems like he's really got things going at Houston once again. Yeah, he really does. Uh, U of H went 35 years between tournament wins. And 
that's just a shocking thing for a lot of people to hear. Uh, but Kelvin is the one that got them back on that track, won a game, then went to the Sweet 16. Then you had COVID, the Final Four, uh, the Elite Eight, and last year the Sweet 16. Um, today, we have covered this extensively, that he and his family, son Kellen was on the team, daughter Lauren went to OU. Um, his two assistant coaches, uh, Qantas White and Hollis Price, were on that Final Four team. Hollis was a first-team All-American. Bobby Champagne was a um, assistant coach for him early in his tenure at OU. He's now in operations at U of H. Uh, Bilal Botley was a student manager at OU, and he is now in an operations role. Um, it's basically half the staff, and, and all the coaches basically uh, have an OU background. So this has been kind of a something that has been building – Obviously, the Big 12 scheduled it this way for the storylines, and Kelvin has not shied away from it. He has said, yeah, this is going to be different, and I'm sure they had a big reunion last night, uh, but today I think he's happy that this story overshadows the story of being number one in the country and potentially uh, getting a share of a Big 12 title today. Well, he, he's done such a great job down there. And, and if I'm not mistaken, he came to Norman on Kellen's senior night, which I believe was his first year at Indiana. Uh, Kellen's senior mm-hmm. night, because he stayed back here at Oklahoma. And I remember Kelvin was in the house that night and went, went through the senior night stuff. He and his wife both did. I don't think he has been in Lloyd Noble since then. I could be wrong about that. Maybe there was some other event going on that he came back for. But they have uh, an anyway, I know it'll be an emotional reunion. night for him. What's that, Ryan? They had a reunion, a 20-year reunion. Okay. I believe in August of 2022, and oh, okay. that well, was his 14. first time back. And yeah, and so him and the whole group went back, and so that I'm certain he went into Loyal Noble at that point. Sure. Um, but yeah, and they were in the arena for shoot around yesterday, and then shoot around this morning. Well, it's going to be an emotional time for him. Uh, just to wrap up on the Cougars, uh, what does this team need to do to get back to the Final Four? If they have a weak spot or two, what's an area or two that the Cougars need to shore up as they get ready to make an NCAA tournament run? Well, the bench has shortened quite a bit in the last six to eight weeks. You've lost two guys that were getting minutes that were coming on, uh, both the season-ending injuries. You have another couple guys that are beat up and so if I had to say there's one thing that needs to happen is that you need to get guys healthy. You need to get guys uh, with their legs underneath them. And the defense will always be there as the Kelvin Sampson team. The rebounding is there. Uh, the shooting, from time to time, it doesn't look great. But really it, it's about staying healthy and not losing anybody else. You're down to – an eight-man rotation, maybe seven, and there's worry that one, probably what you'd call your sixth man, JoJo Tugler, might not be available tonight. So that's where your worries are, um, you know, and not really a lot you can do about it, but that's, that's the big storyline right now. 
Hey, Ryan, I really appreciate the time. You've got a fun one to cover in this bunch, uh, 25 and 3. And uh, so, so many of us have so many fond memories of Kelvin Sampson. Look forward to seeing him back in Norman tonight. He is Ryan Monceau, the publisher of GoCougs.com, great daily resource of Houston uh, athletics information. Ryan's been covering the Cougars for more than 25 years, and you can follow that great website on Twitter at GoCougs, the number one. Ryan, appreciate it, man. Enjoy the ball game tonight, okay? Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Ryan Monceau, the publisher of GoCougs.com. going to be a tough one for the Sooners to win. Uh, yeah, depth may be a little bit of an issue for uh, for Houston, but it is for Oklahoma as well. I mean, thank goodness they've gotten Suarez back and healthy. Still going to be without uh, uh, Hughley tonight, the big boy in the middle. Um, but uh, Oklahoma, it's going to take a whale of an effort tonight, and it's going to take them being red off from the field if they're going to get anything done against Houston. Our number two of the bottom line begins next. We are going to talk to the author of a new book about Michael Jordan. There's a book called Jumpman, The Making and Meaning of Michael Jordan. Johnny Smith is the author of that book, and we will talk with him next. We are at the Backwoods Hunting and Fishing Show on the State Fairgrounds. We'll tell you much more about this great event as we move along in hour number two of the bottom line on 98.1 FM, WWLS, The Sports Animal, thesportsanimal.com, and the Sports Animal app. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. so why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.